0: Company, welcome to the show, immature I- Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Amateur Hour podcast. Thank you guys so much for all the love and support you've been giving. I've been reading through all of your reviews, so many five-star reviews. Thank you so much. And if you haven't already, leave us a five-star review and you will get my love from Korea shipped in a beautiful box. But I've been so grateful, honestly, more than words can explain about how much love and support I've been receiving. I'm so glad you guys like this podcast and all the guests I've had on so far. I think that it was a bit of a rough journey for me to begin this even because I didn't understand why people really wanted to even hear me talk. But you guys have been so phenomenal and I can't even begin to say how blessed I am to have all you Trulies and all you listeners. So thank you. And if you're a listener and you want to be a Truly. There you are. You're truly now. Be sure to join our Discord chat and all this other stuff so you can get to know everybody and have some fun. I type up on a lot of my social medias these days and try to keep in touch with you guys on my Patreon. I upload weekly covers as well to keep up with you guys as well as here on my podcast. So this week, I have definitely been a bit bleh. I've been very tired. I think it might be because the seasons are changing but i love the cold weather so it's super super nice so my drink for today is a matcha latte i don't know if i've had a matcha latte on the podcast yet before i know i mentioned a chai latte but matcha is one of my favorite drinks or flavors of anything if there's a matcha flavored anything i will be getting it so anything green tea i love it when i visited japan and i had their matcha ice cream or just anything they had it was just so freaking good that I can't get over it. I think that's when my addiction kind of started because after that when I came back to Korea I started seeking out every possible matcha spot in Seoul and I have been to a good number of them I can confidently say. So today I'm having a this is from the convenience store but it's Super yummy. It's from this brand called Super Matcha and it's just really good. And oh, that is a lot of sugar. Oh, we're not gonna look at that. I just looked at the sugar content. Anyways, you know, as long as it's good, it's fine. So it doesn't matter. It made me it makes me happy, and that's what matters. So this matcha is making me happy and I am having a great time. I actually really want to get one of those matcha bowls with the little whisks, if you know what I'm talking about. The really thin ones look like a head massager. I haven't been able to invest in one of those yet, but I think it'd be super fun. I think I've had too much coffee, so I've been talking very quickly. So I'm going to slow it down a little bit. But recently, actually, my radio program ended on Arirang, which I used to do every Wednesday. It was called Song Relay, but that was super fun. I did it for about three months and I really enjoyed it. I just got to basically hang out with a friend and just talk about music, which is one of my favorite things to do and bring in songs and do little dancey dance sometimes. So. It was a really great experience for me to have and actually big news because now I can say it when this podcast is released I am also going to be a host every Thursday evening at 8 p.m. Korean Standard Time to 10 p.m. Korean Standard Time whoop whoop on the Arirang channel on YouTube so be sure to check that out if you you know miss me a little bit we'll be having the Amateur Hour podcast up bi-weekly on Wednesdays and then we'll be having me on Thursdays on Arirang and my stream on Friday on Twitch so you get the whole end of the week with me to help you get over your hump day and almost weekend blues. Speaking of my radio, actually, I did it with a wonderful, lovely friend of mine, Miss Ashley B. Choi, Miss Choi and we were lucky enough to be able to have her on today as a guest. So... She's been a great friend to me and a great Ani, as you I would say. If you don't know, Ani just means an older figure, sister, sibling. Not really a sibling, though, just someone that's a female that's older than you if you're a female. But she is so so down to earth and sweet and gentle but she's also super sassy and fierce at the same time I met her whenever I was in secret number and she was my radio host and I was a guest and she was just such a great host and so attentive but I could tell that she was such a great person I just got great vibes from her so the second time I met her when I did my comeback I you know a little I did I did a little sneaky I got her number and then we got coffee together and from there we just got to hang out and know each other more and she's just been such a wonderful person to me and also much like Junie whenever I was going through my transition period in my life she helped me a lot and talked me through because she also went through the transition period of coming out of an idol into being her own artist in terms of being a content creator or radio host and all these things so it's very impressive what she does and what she has done and what she's gone through so i wanted to talk to her a little more about that so without further ado here's miss ashley b choi
1: hello
2: we just did a show together and we're here together again we did we did our
0: arirang weekly thing that just finished sadly but how are you feeling about that whole
2: segment ending and everything Well, like not just that segment ending, my whole radio show is doing 180, just changing so much. Um, We just recently went through a huge change because my radio show went from being 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. for like the past, I don't know, like 10 plus years. Mm -hmm. Um, And then suddenly being a daytime show from 2 to 4 p.m. The reason behind that was I guess uh, they were making this live studio thing downstairs. So they wanted people to be able to like come and watch during the day. You know how the Arirang building is like in the middle of nowhere? literally, And people never really walk past it during the night. So they changed it to the daytime. Uh, and then we're doing another change and my show is actually getting cut into like half. So... Now I'm going to be airing just from three to four for an hour. But then it's like also becoming a TV show. So It's like a TV show and a radio show at the same time. She has her own show. Come on, reality. Reality with Ashley. Is it same concept? No, I think it's going to be different. So less guest interviews and more just like us having fun on our own because I think listeners enjoy that more. Like listeners love our banter. Like they love hearing us talk about random crap. So I think we're just gonna have more regular guests and we're gonna like play games and do some cooking. I have no idea, this is a spoiler, but, um, and then we're gonna have more people come in and talk about like K culture more than just music. Mm -hmm. So yeah. That's fun. Yeah, so the new show is going to be called The Radio Clock. From 3 to 4 p.m. KSC every day. So if you can, tune
0: in. That's so exciting. I know I will be tuning in. If you guys want to see Ashley every single day, be sure to be on. That's so exciting.
2: Yay. And I know we're, I'm sad about not being able to do the show with you anymore. So that was fun. But you're going to be hosting too.
0: I am. I am. So if you guys didn't already know, I'm going to be hosting a radio on Arirang every week from... 8pm to 9pm. And that's gonna be I'm gonna be a DJ. That's so exciting. You gotta tell them what day every Thursday 8pm to 10pm. I am scatterbrained right now. But Ashley and I just took a fat nap in the taxi on the way here.
2: Dude, it was a
0: nice ride. It was the driver was very, uh, what's the word? Stop and go was very smooth. Five stars on Uber. So what else have you been up to recently aside from radio? I know you've been doing a lot of YouTube and content.
2: Well, I haven't been doing a lot of YouTube because I've been having a lot of other shoots like radio and then Dive came back. So Get Real came back. So we've been filming a lot of Get Real. And I also do Twitch mm-hmm. on Dive Studios with you. Yeah, we do. So I've been doing that. And then on top of that, whenever I can, um, posting and creating content on Instagram and YouTube has kind of been on hold for a while because I have just not been able to find the time to film and edit. So, yeah,
0: I completely understand. I was supposed to film a vlog today for like the last day of Arirang, but I completely blanked. And my camera has been kind of weird lately. So I haven't been able to. And because I that day I was supposed to come to Arirang and then I got into that fender bender, like I got into minor car crash. I literally that was the last time I took that vlog, which was I'm on my way to Arirang and we only have a few weeks left. And then it cuts scene, too. So I didn't make it to Arirang. <laughs> but after that, my camera, for some reason, I want you to check it out later. You probably know more than me. It goes boop, boop, boop and it just doesn't turn on it we won't record so i'm trying to figure out what's wrong i think maybe the memory card or something but yeah please do she's a she's a veteran she's a youtube veteran oh
2: no i'm still a rookie
0: so ashley and i we met about 2 years ago i believe mm. when i debuted
2: yeah For when first i first interviewed her on my show and then she was like oh give me your number and i then, did yeah I was, I was like, hi, you're cute. You come here often at Arirang at the radio she hosts? Hi, hey,
0: you come here often? <laughs> I think it was the second time we met that I got the courage to get your number though. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure the first time. I was kind of like, is it too sudden if I get a number? Because I didn't have friends.
2: So. No, but the first time when I met you and I interviewed you, I was like, this girl's so smart. I was like, this girl's so good at talking. Oh, like, thank oh. you. Well, you don't get many
0: good talkers on the show?
2: Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. <laughs> No, but like especially in English and um, even though you were even younger than Mm -hmm. you are now, I was like, wow, this girl's really mature for her age. I was like, hmm.
0: I had to practice my talking a lot, especially because I was technically the english speaker of the group in a way even though we had other english speakers as well but um for the most part i was the one who took most of the english speaking role Mm -hmm. so i had to up my vocabulary looked back at my sat vocab words and made sure you really did i had to learn how to speak slower and enunciate better because a lot of our fans were from uh, different parts of the world so i had to make sure that the english was englishing english I couldn't just be using random words or throwing it out there. It it gets caught sometimes though, whenever I'm speaking English.
2: You get it gets caught, what gets caught? My
0: brain doesn't work. Oh. I wanna use a Korean word in oh, substitution. Same.
2: There's just certain words that just don't work in English. Like you can only say it in Korean. But jippe. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. It means um <sighs> what does that even mean? Like um like if like stuffy. Iffy like, like, stuffy like, icky. Yeah. Icky, but like kind of
2: like
0: it's just that's exactly what it is it's that it's just it's like when you sweat a lot and you need a shower but you can't it's jip chip that's like the exact way i can pronounce i can i can express that that's what that feels like Mm. so
2: since 2013 bombas has donated over 100 million socks underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness if we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it.
0: Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. When did you come to Korea?
2: I came back to Korea in 2011. <gasps> yeah, so I I moved to the States in 2000 and then I lived there for 11 years and then I came back in September 2011.
0: How old were you? How old was I? Mm. I think
2: I was internationally age
0: 20. Oh, I see. And you came back to debut with Ladies Code?
2: I came back to be a trainee at Cube. Mm. Um, yeah, so it, wow. was, it was rather kind of late. <laughs> you know, like nobody really starts their training years at 20 but yeah i was lucky
0: she was just that talented they saw her and they're like we must have chebina. <laughs> we must have chebina in our in our in our graces oh uh,
2: yeah so i was there for a year and then i moved to polaris and then we prepared for ladies code and then i debuted in 2013 wow
0: that's you debuted pretty fast then yeah.
2: I was lucky. Yeah. Mm. Again, I Just only so trained talented. for like a year and a half. Yeah. No, but I don't think it was because I was talented. I think it was because of my age. They were like, okay, we need to get this girl like, <laughs> to debut ASAP. <laughs> get her out. Get her get out. her out. She's, hitting the, she's hitting the
0: limit. You were the leader, I yeah, believe. I so and um, did you have any other roles as well as like lead or I whatever? Global code. Global code. <laughs> that was you. you were the, were you the English speaker
2: of the yeah. group? Yeah. I felt that <laughs> No but it was so It was so sad Because everyone had like Cute codes For example Like my main vocalist Ho Jung, She was funky code Like our maknae She was pretty chic code Because she was very like Pretty beautiful And chic at the same time And then My other member Umbi, She was lovely code And then My other friend Lise, She was pure code Because she was like Very pure and innocent image And then there's me Global, global code. <laughs> code I'm like 안녕하세요 Clover code Ashley People are like, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know either. Speak English. <laughs> I don't know. What does it mean? I don't know. They just told me to say they it. They told me to say it. That's how it rolls sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh, that's cute. The- okay, global code Ashley. Come on. Did you have anything? Like The miyam, miyam, miyam. Miyug is our own main vocal. 망네. So 미국, which is America in Korean, is our own main vocal, like M for main vocal, and then 망네, which means you're the youngest of the group. Mm. I made that by myself.
2: Oh you, oh you made it up. Yeah,
0: because they're like everyone needs to have like a thing. And then I literally was like, I'm from America. I was like, I know I'm the manga and I'm the main vocal. So I was like, it's an M M-M. M. What else is there that's an M? And then it was like Mewk and I was like, Oh shoot, I can just use the meow, meow, meum then. Oh, triple meow. M-M. Yeah, I said it as a joke one time. They're like, That's pretty good. And I was like, <laughs> Oh that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. 아주, 아주 good. And I was like, Oh,
2: that's mine now. Beep. Mine's done. <laughs> wow, I can't believe you made that of yourself.
0: I have a lot of ideas. It's just the implementing that's kind of hard sometimes. Because mm. I had so many ideas and I think that's what was really hard about being in a company because your ideas aren't always heard.
1: Mm.
0: So I had a lot of, um, I, I think that was just like a main thing about me in terms of, whenever I have a lot of creativity and I feel like it's not being heard, it gets very difficult for me to continue to pump that creativity out because it gets really discouraging. Were you also able to like write or do anything while you were in Ladies' Code in terms of the music or did you just want to sing? Was that your thingy or?
2: No, I didn't really have interest in writing. I, could, I didn't really know like musically how to write or produce a song or write the lyrics. So I was just content with, um, you know, singing and dancing. But ideas for like concepts or you know um different content ideas they would never be heard yeah of course so
0: and you know, we're the young, hip people that are able to keep up with all the things.
2: Yeah, they're artists who don't know anything.
0: Yeah, these old people. <laughs> this, why do old men think they know how to
2: dress young girls? I don't get it. I don't know. So like, How do you know what a girl crush is? <sighs> what is that? Man crush? What is it? I know, and it's so frustrating because you know how in uh, Korea, I don't know about now, but back in the days, it was just the manager or the management deciding everything, right? How to PR, like the concept, hair and makeup, Whereas like in America, you have different people for each of the things, right? You have the
0: people that are specifically for that, for concept, for hair, for makeup. Right. And then they leave it up to them and mm-hmm. that's their creative. Yeah. But, but in
2: in Korea, it's like the management team gets to decide the song. They have the final say. And even though they have an A&R team and the A&R team pick songs out, the final say would go to the CEOs like who may not know anything about music. Like yeah. whatever he thinks is good, he or she thinks is good. Yeah, I had so many questions. Yeah, I was always like, why is that? It's so, it never works. It it's just work.
0: people who don't know anything about anything sometimes will be in a high position and be given that responsibility, I guess, for lack of better words, to make decisions about things they don't know about. And then just because they're in a higher position, the word goes through.
2: Yeah, and then it doesn't do well and then they blame it on someone else. Thank you.
0: It's literally, (laughs) 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 which translates to, if you do well, that's on me. If you do bad, that's on you. Yes, seriously. And that's terrible, especially when you're at such a young age trying to, you know, just live your dream or whatever it is. It's so frustrating because... But you, regardless of if you like the concept or whatever it is or not, you have to do it. And whether it does well or not, that's not on your control. That doesn't matter how hard you practice or how many hours you put into it. It's sometimes it is just dumb luck.
2: Yeah, it is just luck. And then you
0: said your (gasps) 10-year anniversary is next year?
2: Yeah, our 10-year anniversary is next year, 2023. That's crazy. It's like in six months because it's in March and Mm -hmm. it's already like September. It's crazy. Yeah, six months.
0: That's so exciting, though, to know that that's something you accomplished because time flies so fast.
2: It does. When it, when I was in the middle of the contract, I felt like time was going by so slow. I was like, when is this contract going to end? But now that I'm looking back, I'm like, wow, those seven years really flew by.
0: Exactly. Whenever I was recently talking to a friend of mine who I trained with, um, we kind of were talking on a live together and people asked how we met. And it was, oh, we've known each other. And I counted back. And we realized we'd known each other for seven years. Mm. And I was kind of going, that's ridiculous. Because (sighs) I had met her when I was 15. Mm. And then she was mm, 18 or 19 at the time. And it's been nearly seven years since we've known each other. And to think that. But I still see them the same. Mm. You know, people. You don't really. You feel like you don't. The people around you don't age because you age together.
2: That's all. That's
0: all. But you still seem like mid twenties to me. Oh, ever since I met you. you, I did not know because you always told me you're like Denise. I'm older. I know, but then I would be like, you. I. I didn't think that you were as old as you were. Wait, I guess. Excuse me.
2: I'm not that. You're old. not. <laughs> hey, thirty is the new twenty. What are you talking 30, about? Thirty,
0: flirty, and thriving Life
2: begins at thirty. It
0: does. Thirty, yeah. flirty, and thriving. I'm
2: thirty. I'm loving it. You are.
0: <laughs> You don't, but you don't look a day over like 22, I swear.
2: <laughs> uh, she said, I'm pushing it. She said, she
0: said
1: I'm pushing ah. it. No. 22? And you have such a good
0: youthful energy about you. Which is why I really wanted to get to know you more whenever I first met you too. Ashley's giving me the side eye right now. She's like, this girl needs to Does stop talking. Does that just mean immature? No, 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 no. See, that's the thing. Youthful in terms of... There are people that are immature, but mm. you are very... Um, I don't know how to explain it. It's just your aura was very much... Like, I have done my time in my life but the thing is I still see the world with a beautiful eye I'm not tired of it or bitter about it either Mm. which is what I thought was really really amazing and I just got a really good vibe from you so Mm. normally I don't always get go up to people and get their numbers Mm. sometimes I will though but for Mm. you I really wanted to and then afterwards my manager or whatever I got your numbers like why'd you get a number I was like I like her (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they're like, Did you get her number? And I was like, Yeah. And they're like, Why'd you get her number? she's the host. You shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, But I wanted I wanted an onni. What? I didn't it's, know that. Uh, it's unprofessional, I guess, sometimes to do that in certain situations. Really? They're like she's just humbed. I'm like, I know, but I think she's really cool. Uh, it's such like a I don't know. It's an old way yeah. to do things. Because what? these days, you know, everyone just DMs each other on Instagram. I and I realize some people I know know each other. I'm like, How do you know each other? They're like the internet, I'm like that's Being terrifying. <laughs> I can't just slide into someone's gms I have to know them first. Yeah, that's true. Have well, you th- met? Uh-huh? Thank you for asking for my number. Yeah, thank you for giving me a number not just giving me a fake one. <laughs> and then after, that's never happened to me, by the way. But. If that did, how embarrassing would that be? And then we end up doing radio
2: together in yeah, the future. See, I can't give you my fake number because we would. I would bump into you again. And you know, You're like, Hey, I'm like, mm, it's the girl who gave me her fake number.
1: <laughs> mm. no, but I
2: got good advice from you too when I first met you. So I was like, hmm, I want to get to know her. Yeah, I
0: didn't know many English speaking people at the time too. And I think I was in a very rough period where I didn't really understand what my role was and Mm. what I was doing and how K-pop was affecting me Mm -hmm. as in my growth and as a person. Not that I regret it at all. I think Mm. it was a great experience. But as someone who's lived through it, is tried and true. I really wanted to get to know you and hear more about you as well. Mm. Because I think because if I debuted in 2020, that means you had just finished your contract too.
2: Yeah. (gasps) That's crazy.
0: How are you in school?
2: I was good. At, I got good report cards. I got good grades because I was hardworking, but I wasn't smart. Oh, you were but, one of those study hard. Yeah, I was just, you know, I would do my homework. I mean, come on, like for report cards. As long as you do your homework and you do okay on tests and you you get on the teacher's good side, like you're not going to fail, right? Exactly. So I was just a quiet, good student, but I wasn't smart. Mm. So I just got good grades on my report card, like for my parents. Mm. But were they really yeah. strict about school? My mom was, because she worked hard and she spent a lot of money to send me to like after school or like summer academies to do SAT prep. So like, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I just felt like I had to go to college because I was like, what else am I going to do? Like, what's next? I didn't have a clear goal or, you know, nothing set. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll experience something. Maybe I'll learn something at college. So I just went to City University and I would commute and, um, Yeah, and then in the middle of that, I got this offer. I went to audition and then I got the offer to come to Korea. So the school semester wasn't even done. It was like April and I was supposed to go to Korea in September. And, you know, my mom was like, oh, you should finish. I was like, no, I'm out of here. I just just failed all my classes. I just didn't go. I was like, I'm not going to graduate anyways, whatever. Yeah,
0: I feel like it's a lot of people go to college and to find themselves and find what they want to do. And then you already found that. So I felt that you didn't you don't really need to do more after that everyone if you're listening to this go to college if you're young education is super important coming from two people one who is still in college and one who um she we're we think is that you go to college to find your calling basically and then if you find it you know you can do what you need to with it
2: but you don't even have to go to college to find your calling you may know it before college yeah i found mine when i was really young Exactly. so
0: it's it's up to you babies you do it's all all up to you loves do what makes you happy
2: i just want that you know that college experience the dorm and you know that kind everyone of stuff. wants that and tells me that they want not experience that or that i should
0: experience it mm-hmm. but i already experienced dorms and everything since i was That's a teen
2: different.
0: i did hear that because they're going to these are all your peers and from there you get to choose who you actually not that it's because when you're a trainee, you kind of just get thrown into whatever it is with the people around you and you mm-hmm. have to be friends with them yeah Whereas in school, you know, you can choose who you want to be friends mm. with and you have an opportunity and trainee years, there's only like a, a small pool of people. And mm. from there, it's just get along, but you're also competition. <laughs> so know that if one person makes it and one doesn't, it's crazy. Yeah. The cutthroat is insane. But then they're like, be friends. Why aren't you all getting along? Is it because you're girls?
2: No, it's just... <laughs> it's just you don't let us sleep or do things. <laughs> we're all cranky all the time.
0: Yeah. I'm like, y'all are cranky, we're cranky, we're all have we should all just take a nap. I wish they would have had a set allotted nap time. I think everyone would have been happier at that point.
2: Just the lack of sleep and you know, being on our toes all the time and oh gosh. Did you train the longest? No, there were other members who trained a lot longer, but all of us for the most part, uh, I think we trained Not as long as other people, like average time.
0: Yeah, and y'all popped off. Y'all did so good. The Rain by Ladies Code. I found out about that song through our radio because we had someone that always requested it. But that song is one of my favorite K-pop songs of all time. It's so good. You must listen to it. Thank you. I'm going to plug it. The Rain by Ladies Code. What do you think about, I think, K-pop now in terms of the shift? Have you seen, do you think it changed a lot in terms of the concepts or the way that it works?
2: Well, I feel like music-wise... There's no difference between, like, pop and K-pop. Because, you know, K-pop artists get a lot of songs from international writers and, like, producers, too. So, I feel like the big groups, when you listen to their songs, it's like, you don't know. You can't tell whether it's K-pop or pop besides the language. Mm -hmm. That is it. So, sound-wise, I think it's become much more um, 고급스러워, like, much more advanced. uh, And it doesn't have that, like... Uh, that old kind of K-pop Pong, vibe.
0: Yeah, it's, they call it bongjak, which basically kind of means like a very um, bouncy, it's just old K-pop. If you listen to old K-pop, you, you'll understand what it means. Mm. I don't know. There was definitely pong짝, different eras pong짝, of it. Pong짝? Yeah, it's literally what it sounded
2: like. <laughs> like. Yeah, and concept. I mean, I don't know. I feel like K-pop, is, K-pop in general, groups are so good at... Um, coming up with these like concepts and ungatero image, like new image. I mean new genes just
0: they popped off. Yeah. I
2: think it's because everyone was kind of sick of seeing all these like hardcore, fierce uh, girl groups. Um, and they're and, so young. Yeah, and then they came up with this like fresh, um, cool, 시원한, I mean literally cool, like 시원한. They yeah. they called them like the Pocari Sweat group. Which right? is like the Gatorade
0: of Korea because it was such a refreshing sound and they were so their age and they're all very young as far as I know and they all had this long virgin hair and they were just flipping
2: it everywhere like it was a Pantene commercial. Honestly, jealous. Part of the
0: reason why I wanted to start growing my hair back
2: out but uh, they were like oh you don't have that hair because you're not 15 and I'm like when I was 15 I still didn't have that hair like my hair was still frizzy at 15 girl legit
0: (laughs) my hair now I'm just blessed they were they just picked girls with really good hair off the streets (laughs) they saw them on the streets like you come here is your hair virgin come with us would you like to be an idol yes <laughs> can you flip your hair real quick you're in <laughs> do you want attention come here oh my Gosh. are you looking for attention me and ashley have danced to that so many times and i think you did a little feature thing where you did the actual whole thing yeah
2: i wanted to learn the choreo and also like arirang was having this 19th anniversary party so they were like can you perform for us so i was like okay i'll dance to new jeans so as you I should learned it. yeah
0: and you kept calling yourself like old jeans and I was like, I swear, Ashley.
2: Yeah, old jeans, um, do No oh, thrifted jeans. <laughs> That's so smart. Vintage jeans whatever you Vintage want. Vintage is it. cute. It's yeah. better than global. Global code <laughs> Hey. I, I was proud. <laughs> you should be. You
0: were. You were the global oh, code. God. As you were, as you are to this day, shining bright as she is, <laughs> which means um. Uh, her name in Korean is pinna, which means to
2: shine. Yes, shiny. So that's so cute. I think that... Did you
0: did your family give you the name Ashley ever since you were born or did you...
2: No, I moved to the States and then my cousin who was living in LA at that time, my mom asked him to name both me and my brother. And I guess Mary-Kate and Ashley because they were so huge at that time. He was like, what about Ashley? My mom was like, okay. And I was like, okay, I guess. Yeah, Mary-Kate <laughs> and Ashley. I didn't not know. He named my brother Tyler like, how many Asian Tylers do you know? I don't know a ton of Asian Tylers, <laughs> actually. I don't know any. I don't. I've never met any other Korean Tylers besides my brother. Yeah, now that I think about it. I only know they're all biblical names. Usually, we got so many
0: Davids, Daniels. Yeah. Um, John. Oh my gosh, oh the my number gosh. of Johns I knew. The number of John kims John Kim. We had. <laughs> I had from my church. I had a big John, a little John, like a mi- a medium John, like baby John. It was just, it was ridiculous. <laughs> all right. So. But have you met, ever met another Asian Denise? No. Yeah, it's I've a very. I've never met a Denise. They always say that it's a really random name out there. As a as a. I don't know. I haven't seen any other Korean or Asian with the name of Denise. Y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all are out there somewhere. I just haven't found y'all yet. Is Denise
2: a biblical name too? No, no it's not.
0: No. Apparently, my parents gave it to me. I think they're lying, but. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they looked on Urban Dictionary, but they said Denise means master of song and dance. <gasps> I've never seen that where anywhere. Is that meaning? That's what I'm saying. Oh, I don't you, know where the meaning is from. It? I
2: couldn't find it. Wait, so what is what does that mean when you type it on Google? When you look it up on Google? What is the meaning behind Denise? I
0: don't know. I've checked Urban Dictionary, but it was just very random. Oh. Like, we don't want to look on Urban Dictionary for name meanings though.
2: Oh, Maybe they wanted you to... Wait, when did they tell you this? That it meant um, dance and singing? Ever since I was
0: little because I didn't like my name growing up. Oh. Like, Denise is such an ugly name. Why couldn't I have like the name? I, I loved... um. Barbie Princess and the Popper, growing up so I know and her name was Annalise in the oh, movie okay. so I was like oh, I want my name to be Annalise or something so I think at one point in elementary school I actually went around saying my real name is actually not
2: Denise oh my and god I did that too I, 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 did we all have a phase like that yeah, I was like my real name's Frisia <laughs> oh my gosh, why Frisia because I like the flower and <sighs> I thought it was a pretty name it was either Frisia or Serena I always like wanted both but either names. I was like, I want to be called Serena. Serena's a gorgeous name. Serena also goes that Sailor Moon's English <gasps> name. So yes. Like Serena. I love Sailor Moon. Serena Girl. Choi, Serena Choi. And Serena Choi. Serena Choi.
0: How, how many times until it like sticks for you? <laughs>
2: Serena Choi.
0: I think Ashley really suits you though. Do you think there was a big difference growing up in Korea versus America?
2: Well, I think I was really young in Korea, so I don't remember much, and I don't have much experience. I just remember going to school, walking to school from my home, and then after school every day, I would buy tokochi, which is like you know the deep fried rice cake with like the ketchup slash spicy sauce for like samgyeong. Oh,
0: yeah. or it's like or that's something. like. 30 cents.
2: Yeah, that was like my small happiness. I just look forward to the end of school to buy that. And even in Korea at that young age, I remember just being really busy. My mom sent me to all these different programs in schools, like art classes, ballet class, like taekwondo class. And I asked her why she sent me to so many things. And it's because she grew up as a child of like seven siblings like she was one of seven so her family didn't have enough money to send her to everything that she wanted to do she really wanted to do ballet but her family couldn't afford it so she promised herself that when she has her kids of her own that she would give them everything like she would let them try everything and I was like okay but ma I didn't ask for it yeah no that's the thing about parents and kids you know it's they always tell they
0: always say they they want to make their kids life better than Mm. theirs was Mm. but sometimes the kid doesn't want
2: I always say that sometimes I'm like I didn't ask to be born I (laughs) I don't know bro, I mean I'm grateful because I got to experience a lot of things at an early age So maybe that's why I had such like so much love for singing and dancing ever since I was young because my mom sent me to all these things Um, So yeah, I guess I should thank my mom. Yes. Thank you. Mama Choi Did you um, know you wanted to I guess
0: sing or dance from a young age?
2: I think when I was young like when I was in Korea up until third grade, I said I wanted to be a model. Mm-hmm. So I think I always liked the attention. <laughs> wants people looking I, at just her. To, I just wanted the attention. But uh, I just loved K-pop. Ever since I was young, my dad he was a singer, so he played in bands like across Korean clubs, and that's like how my my mom and my dad met actually. So I think be hearing my dad singing and playing his guitar ever since I was really young, like ever since I was born, and even even in my mom's tummy, I think that's that had some influence on me. And then my mom also loved K-pop, you know. We listened to a lot of clone and Pinker, you know, all those. OG S-H-O-T. groups H-O-T. so I remember always watching them on TV following them trying to copy their choreo singing along and going to Dorebangs, like with my mom at a young age too so that's I think so cute I kind of knew but it, it always seemed very unrealistic to me like that being a k-pop star
0: that it would actually have happened yeah. of course and no one really I don't know for me it happened kind of accidentally so I totally get it, Wait, how did it... So I just happened to be casted for a show when I was 14 called K-Pop Star. And I was in season five and they just casted me randomly through the internet. Because I I had songs, I had videos of me singing like live in my city. And they said, hi, have you ever heard of the show? Would you be interested in auditioning? And then I just like, sure. And I went, I didn't even have like a song prepared. I was, my parents drove me to Atlanta because I live in Houston, which is like a day drive. And then we just, drove there and then literally I walked in I sing I sing a song and then I advanced and then I ended up going through the show ended in third place and then I finished and I had no intentions of doing k-pop or anything like that I just wanted to sing yeah I just went back to America and people were telling me oh you should stay the companies might reach out to you and I didn't care I didn't know what any of that was I had no interest in k-pop whatsoever so I was kind of going like whatever I thought it was cool just I was in my scene phase I wanted I loved it. Like Panic at the Disco and Fall Out Boy. And I still do. Like, I never grew out of it from my fashion taste and style and stuff. It wasn't a phase for me. It's never a phase for me. Not a phase. Yeah, but um, then I got casted into a company and then I went and I trained there for two years and then I came out, went back to America. Um, I was doing online school all my life. And then after that, I went to my company where I debuted and then trained for a year. Then I debuted for a year. So that's kind of how my K-pop... So I, I literally was an accidental K-pop star. I just wanted to do music. And then I got some hate, I guess, for that. Because I'm going, oh, why would you go into K-pop if you didn't even know what it was or had any intentions of doing it? And I was like, the opportunity arose. I wanted to do music. I thought it was a great opportunity. And I am so grateful for it. But there are a lot of people who misunderstand that. They just... Yeah, they say, like, why would you be in K-pop if you just wanted to be a singer? Then just go be a singer. Don't be an idol. But then in the, in the sense, I'm kind of in my head, I was just telling myself, me and my friend, we always talk about this, like, they're 12. Just think that they're 12. They're on the internet and they're 12. They don't understand.
2: A lot of people become idols because they want to do something else after. Like, yeah. it's not their final goal, but it's a great way to get into the in- industry, right? So that's why you see so many, like, actresses and actors, too, because that's that was their initial goal. Like, they've always wanted to do acting, but... Being an idol, you rise to stardom and it's a great way to have people to get to know you and notice you. So a lot of people use that route. It's kind of an easy middle gra- It's a like college. <laughs> I don't know. It's a terrible way to put it.
0: But um, yeah, it's where you kind of find what you're best at. Mine was just I wanted to do music and sing. Mm-hmm. And then I realized the freedom of that was very limited for me. Because I didn't like feeling like I had to put on this posterior mm-hmm. or posture of pretending or anything it was. I wanted to be very real. Yeah. And I hated the fact that, you know, I'm not allowed to slouch. I'm not allowed to sit with not that I sit with my legs apart. I don't manspread, but you know what I mean? I don't uh, always sit like a lady. Uh-huh. And then um other things too, just like the way I spoke, the way I present myself, mm-hmm. and that pressure was just a lot because I felt that if I can't be me and show people who I really am, then I feel like I'm lying mm-hmm. and in the future say that that does come out and people are gonna be like this isn't the Denise we know Mm -hmm. so I didn't even want to give them that from the get-go
2: yeah I think that's why when I first interviewed you and your group I got the sense that even though you were in an idol group you were definitely totally like you weren't how do I say it you were you definitely felt like more Americanized than anyone I ever met in the (laughs) industry and it seemed like you were still holding on to your roots like you know because some people they um adapt to the Korean way of doing things and you know, like in K pop, you gotta do you gotta have like a lot of egg and just like the way you speak, you gotta filter out everything. But I didn't get that sense from you. You were definitely more real. So it's like, oh not that I'm calling other people No 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 but, no. Know, but there like, is
0: a certain thing yeah, you have to do. Yeah. I don't think that there's much difference between me on camera, on mic and off mic. Mm-hmm. And I like that because if I feel like I have to keep that up, then I feel like that would freak me out more because that splits me in two. Mm. And then if I have to keep that up, I don't want to... Because word gets out, to be honest, if you're not really like that too. So yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen people that, you know, obviously there are people out there like that. Not that that's a bad thing because they just want an image of themselves to mm. be portrayed. And that's totally fine. But my image, I can't keep an image of myself even if I want to. <laughs> mm. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> it is. It's... it's it just feels uh, very ingenuine. Mm. And I just want to be very genuine. And I did hold on to my American roots a lot. Because when I first came to Korea, it was very hard being the foreigner who couldn't speak Korean. Mm. And feeling that, you know, in America the whole time, I felt like a foreigner. Because, yeah. you know, I'm not just exactly like technically for them. I'm a foreigner, technically. And then coming to Korea, I'm a foreigner because I'm American. Even though like, I look like them or I talk like them or whatever it is. And so... For a while, I struggled with that in between balance, but then now I use that to my advantage because mm-hmm. now it's going. Oh, sorry, it's because I'm a foreigner. Like in both ways, mm. it's because like, I'm a foreigner. I didn't know, my bad. When before <laughs> it would be, they would get on me being like, it's because you're a foreigner that you don't know, or like you're Korean, you should know this. Oh. So it would be a backhand, it would be a double-edged sword. But now I use that to my advantage. I took the sword; it's mine now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> just using it to our. We, we're, I love being bilingual. It's so fun. It's best. And people get so freaked out by it. Like, oh you oh you're so good at English. Where are you from? America? Oh, your Korean is so good. I'm Korean.
2: It's so funny. It's so funny.
0: Is there anything else that you've been working on these days um for future projects or anything that you're preparing for? Um oh. or just anything going on right now?
2: Mm. well um I'm like actually gonna be part of like a brand, like a clothing brand kind of thing, um and I'm gonna I don't know how to describe my position, but basically, I would help them with like certain ideas and like I don't know how if I'm marketing not allowed to, just they just basically hired me to kind of give them ideas and I guess kind of be their model. Oh. So,
0: yeah, I think that is slightly creative director, role Rona. That's really good. Like fashion and things like that. I feel like you're really good. Your fashion taste is immaculate, by the way.
2: No.
0: I literally, every time I see you pull up, I'm going, she, she looking so yeah, good. Basic. No, but you make it look good. There's some people that are basic that kind of looks like, oh, basic. But when you wear it, it looks stylish and really what? cool. Because I don't know, in, in a lot of areas, like there's a lot of conformity just in the world in general. And mm. you see a lot of people wear the exact same thing. Mm. But then there's certain people that when they wear it, it looks really good. And mm. you're one of those people for me.
2: Oh, <gasps> wow. Yeah. Honored. So how
0: do you feel like you've used maybe your fashion sense in a way to keep expressing yourself and hold true to your own roots?
2: Well, like I was really confused when I came to Korea and then also debuted because everything was a little more modest than growing up in New York. You know, New York that on the streets you see you see people wearing like almost like panties, you know, and just expressing themselves through their fashion. Through their panties. (laughs) Through their panties. You see, like, like tiger-printed leggings. Like, very funky. And people, like, very eclectic. Like, you know, they just... They're not afraid to wear whatever. And people don't say anything, you know? They just look and they're like okay they're wearing that or they sometimes they don't even look they're just like whatever just living their own lives but then in korea i feel like people are kind of afraid to stand out i think it's definitely got gotten a lot better these days uh but i don't know i I like korean fashion but i still like american trends and american fashion so i think the way i dress sometimes korean people will see me and they'll be like oh (gasps) yeah It's too
0: revealing, especially the the elders or whatever. Yeah,
2: every time I show up to radio and like my writers and like my producer would be like. <gasps> So much
0: skin. Oh my gosh. You're like, like, it's my uh." shoulder.
2: How dare you show (laughs) your arm? Your elbows
0: out? Ashley, your elbow? When I first came to Korea, when I was doing um, K-pop star, I really wanted American pizza so bad. So my mom and I, because she was with me, went to this pizza school. It was just like the closest pizza place we went. And I got a combination pizza because I wanted the bell peppers and stuff. I opened it and the fact that I saw corn on there and like mayonnaise, I was like, why would you do this to me? And I was going through a hard time because I was in K-pop star and I was so young and I was being put into these practice hours the first time i ever did it I'm like, but I just, I mean. and then we found out costco has good american pizza so we went there
2: <laughs> no but sometimes they overdo it man the yeah. toppings like whenever something's trending they'll put everything on it did you hear that they made like
0: ice cream ramen huh? so you take a cup of ramen from the from the, conven- the convenience store and they put soft serve ice cream in that and eat that is that not just the most disgusting thing you've ever heard
2: wait what in the with the soup and everything yeah, you put like you put it in ew I
0: don't understand why you would do that. It's not even rose or anything. People eat that. Yeah, and it's, it was a trend that's for a while. Gross. and that's why I don't go on the internet anymore.
2: <laughs> Doesn't that look like just throw up then? Exa- with exactly. Exactly. The ice cream in the soup with the ramen.
0: That's what I'm saying. I don't see why that would be good. I don't know who oh, thought of this. Sick. That's disgusting. Like this is actually like it's really good. I mean, you're disgusting. Get out of here. You're Ugh. you're you're done. Ugh.
2: No, I would never try that.
0: Is there a, a food here in Korea that you've had that's technically American that you think it just needs to stop? Mine is a garlic bread.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, because they make it just sweet.
0: It's... Sometimes I like it, but for the most part, when I want garlic bread, I want, like, Texas toast.
2: Yeah, I want, like, or, I want the old OG garlic knots slash garlic bread from, like, New York pizzerias. Mm. I used to get them all the time. So good. Is there anything else that you feel? <sighs> Popcorn. I mean, like, you have choices, but I just miss getting... Movie theater popcorn and then being able to put as much butter. butter as I want. And it's just like plain popcorn, right? But in Korea, it's like you either have to get like onion or caramel or like... Sometimes you have strawberry flavor. What? Yeah. Why? No, I just want my good old popcorn with some butter. That little, that little machine there that goes... Bring, and you get to pour all the butter That's
0: on the it. Abuse the crap out of that. My friend used to... Um, and I think it maybe my family, but they would eat the popcorn halfway through the movie. They would go back out and then they would fill it. Or they would go the butter on the other half. Wow, that's dedication. That is dedication. <laughs> Do you have any future projects coming up that you're working on or anything that's going on in your life right now? Like the dive thing, the Twitch, um, your radio, your clothing thing that you might be that you're working on?
2: Right now, I'm looking forward to going back home. <laughs> Are you visiting home? <laughs> I think in November. I'm trying to. For the holidays? Oh, uh what, the Thanksgiving mm-hmm. holidays? I don't think so. I think before that. But um yeah, I just miss my family a lot. Uh there's been a lot of changes in my family recently too, so I just wanna be there and so going to America,
0: um, do you plan on releasing any covers? I know you had your last one of Telepathia oh, by so- Call <laughs> of
2: Yeah, but it feels so good. Oh, thank you. All I know is um since Ladies Code's tenth anniversary is coming up in March, I really wanna do um something for our fans. Even if it may not be like grand or like extra, I just want to release a song Uh, since 10 years, special, you know, but uh, I don't know. I can't make any promises because we're all in different labels. Like I don't even know if we can use our name ladies code to release anything formally anymore. So that's something that we're going to have to figure out, but we are going to try our best to release something for our 10th year anniversary. And even if it's not officially, maybe just something off the record. Yeah. That's so great. That's
0: yeah. so exciting. Mm-hmm. Give us your plugs, Ashley. I want to I wanna um, promote you and all the
2: things that you do. Where we, where can we find you? I'm very active on Instagram, Ashley B. Choi. Uh, I do have TikTok, but uh, I haven't been uploading. That's also Ashley B. Choi. What's well, one today? Uh, YouTube is also Ashley B. Choi. Yeah, everything's at Ashley B. Choi. And please listen to my new radio show called Radio Clock every day on YouTube from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. KST. And then she also does her Twitch stream
0: on Wednesdays as well at 5 p.m. KST. And she's also on Get Real on yes, Dive Studios. Tune in to Get Real. So be sure to check her out. Thank you so much, Ashley, for joining me today on Amateur Hour. It was an honor to have you. Thank
2: you for letting me chat with you. And thank you, everyone, for listening.
0: That was Miss Ashley. I want to thank her so much for taking the time to be on my podcast. We know she is a busy, busy gal. I genuinely cannot ever get a lunch date with her. It's so hard. She is so busy. Ashley, if you're listening, I would love to spend more time with you and you have my number. So hit my line, please. We're supposed to have a wine night. What happened? I want my cheese and my charcuterie. I will make it. I will bring. I will be good, 동생. She's so great to talk to and just work with as well, but also such a great friend. As I mentioned earlier, I genuinely just have nothing but great times when I spend time with her. We always get Vienna coffee together and I just really cherish the moments we get to have whenever we spend time. She's just someone I'm really grateful to have in my life as an onni, as a friend. And I really admire her and I want to be more like her whenever, you know, I grow up as we said, her and her um, age. No, I'm just kidding. Ashley, you're so young. I love you so much. I'm just kidding. Please, 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 please. (laughs) It's okay. Stop. She stopped listening. I'm sure it's okay. We talked a lot about a lot of differences we had from moving from the States to Korea, our transition and training as a young age or she began training around the time that I debuted so we had pretty much about similar experiences and also her experience in being in a k-pop girl group which also I experienced obviously we had very different time frames of it she finished her contract whenever I debuted and so obviously we're in different parts of our lives but there were a lot of areas where we both overlapped so being able to talk a lot about that and hopefully you guys liked hearing about it too Now it is time for our favorite corner here on Amateur Hour, which is Honesty Hour. And last episode, I made the goal of being better with setting boundaries for myself in terms of social aspects, of other things. And even though I am sitting in a studio by myself with a mic to my face, this can also be draining. But I do love you guys. So do not worry. This is fun for me. wee I really enjoy the time that I have spending with you guys, whether it's here on the podcast, on my radio, on my streams, on my lives, on social media. But at the same time, it can be a lot for me. So in terms of the boundaries, I've been doing better and only really posting when I want to instead of feeling though I have to stick to a routine or feeling obliged to because I realize and know that you guys, you truly who really care about me and love me would understand why I sometimes need to take the little break because I do get very drained sometimes. And I've been better with doing it to social events, too. I've taken more time to stay home and I've taken more time to actually just be with myself and pray and feel all right with not being so stimulated all the time, which is something I struggle with. So I feel that that's something that I really did a good job with. And because of that, I feel that my energy has been more conserved and that I'm able to give my 100% whenever I do want to spend my energy. So I've been doing a pretty good job. I'm pretty proud of myself. Saying no is very hard. But it's not even just saying no. Now I'm just kind of going, Oh, I don't really feel up to it tonight. Sorry. And people understand, you know, I don't know why I had this idea that if I don't go out, people are going to hate me. But they don't. If it's the right people, they don't. To be honest, they don't care. They'll be sad that you didn't come out. But they're like, Oh, we'll see each other next time that there's a next time. There's literally a next time, you guys. And if they don't want to see you a next time, snip, snip, they're gone. You don't need them. Just don't be canceling left and right on people. Just let them know from the get-go. One peeve I do have is people will say, oh, I'll come and then they never show up or they're like, oh, I'll meet you at the next place or I'll meet you at the next place and then they never show up. I understand things happen, but if that starts happening every time, then, oh, you're not invited anymore. So (laughs) just know that's what I'm like. Anyways, For this episode's mental health goal, I actually kind of branching off of the boundaries. I wanted to, and me not being able to say no and taking time for myself, I wanted to start taking a day off in the week. So I work every day. And even though I may not have a schedule or anything, I always come to the studio and work and pump out songs and sing and practice. And sometimes I'll do a little dancey dance, which you can see on my TikTok, at Denise Kim says, self-plug. But I've been really burnt out lately and I've been kind of neglecting my health so I want to take a day off for me to just rest and just genuinely not do anything not meet anybody just really sit down and have time to myself which I'm going to be taking off Sundays and even though I do take Sundays to go to church and listen to sermons it's different because of the fact that I will still do that and then go to the studio and work and that still is a lot of energy being put out from me it's a lot of energy that I'm exerting so I want to take a day off and actually just take a day to rest. Because even in the Bible, it says that God took the seventh day to rest. So Denise, you're made in God's image. Calm down. You don't have to do it all. It's not going to change anything in one day. So just take a day off, rest, and come back full force. So that's what I'm telling myself. Hopefully, you guys are also taking some time and breaks for yourself as well. I know that life can get so overwhelming and we feel that we need to be on top of everything. But work comes and goes. Your health does not. So please put yourselves first. Sadly, our time on Amateur Hour is slowly coming to a close. We had so many great, great conversations with so many great people. And today we were joined by the lovely Ashley. Thank you again for joining me. I love you. And we talked about my obsession with matcha. So if anyone wants to send me some matcha and that little whiskey thing, that'd be great. Go check out my Thrones. No, I'm just kidding. Don't ever send me things. I get really uncomfortable. But it's really great to see how many people have grown in the K-pop industry and how people have done it, you know, because it's really inspiring for me to see them and want to be more like them. So that comes from people like Junie, from Ashley, even from Daisy. And then we have so many great things coming from Jimmy in terms of YouTube and content creation, which I'm learning more about from Ashley as well. I find her such an admirable person, and I'm grateful to be able to talk to so many great people on this podcast. And I'm grateful that you guys want to listen and hear me blabber about a lot of stuff, so thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, we upload bi-weekly and not only that, but don't forget to leave a five-star review and subscribe if you want to hear more of me, Denise. Be sure to subscribe to Amateur Hour on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever streaming platform you love most. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay blessed. I want to say thank you for tuning An amateur, hour. With Denise Kim. amateur Hour with Denise Kim is a production of DK Entertainment, LLC, produced by Diane Kang, Melissa D. Montz, and Diamond M. Print Productions. Post-production sound by Chris Henry, and advertisement partnership
1: with ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European Linen,